It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Suma, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. This is The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Doing all right. Yes, it is the AFL Grand Final 2022 preview here on Drive. It's all thanks to Toolmart, the complete tool centre. And we're going to open the tempered bedshed text machine straight away. 0487 736 736. And if you want to give us a call, the Scarborough Toyota open line 131255. And what I've got to give away tonight, I've got one copy and I thought I'd give away. If you get in contact with us, we'll give you a copy of the grand final edition of the AFL record, okay? We've got a couple in copies uh, here in the studio. So if you want a copy of it as a memento of the grand final of 2022, we'll give you a copy of the AFL grand final record. I think it retails close to about 20 bucks uh, if you get it outside the ground, but it's more a fact that it's a memento. And I've got a copy right next to me here. Hags has got a copy as well, and we'll, I'll give mine away, okay? So if you get involved with the Tempera Bedshed text line or the Scarborough Toyota open line, Haggers, uh, a very good, e- good evening to you. Hello, Pete. What a week. Is there a grand final on? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. It broke um, a couple of days ago, and I just thought, what's yeah. going on here? Um, it's like a tsunami. It's the biggest story that's ever broken. I, I was just going to say, I can't recall a bigger no, story than no, this no. one. The, the, the Essendon supplement scandal of 2012, you know, here in our town, what happened with West Coast and Ben Cousins in 2007 mm. and eight. Um, th- there's nothing of this magnitude because it is f- a lot more further reaching than just AFL and Aussie rules. Mm. Uh, th- this is an entire nation. This is an entire social issue that has been raging within Australia for a long time and getting closer and closer to flashpoints. Um, Mm. These allegations are are so explosive, uh, so unacceptable that this will be Uh, (laughs) far-reaching. I hate to sort of be a bit of a pessimist on it, but... Um, you can't see some of the individuals sort of coming through this. I made a few comments um, in preparation for, for being willing to, in a position to debate it or discuss it with you and or whoever would like yeah. to join us, Peter, because it is, it's an issue that's raging. It's going to continue. Uh, at some stage, we have to sort of put it on the back burners to say, well, hang on, there's a grand final and potentially one of the best grand finals we've seen for in the AFL system. So since 1990 was the official AFL. Yep. 1987, when we all joined the expanded VFL. VFL yep. this, this particular grand final has enormous potential to, to, to go the whole distance. Both sides are, are capable of winning it. So at some stage, but you can't ignore this particular issue. What I felt, though, with... To kick it off and then perhaps discuss it and take people's calls and, and SMSs. But the AFL investigation into Hawthorne's 
uh, racism and player treatment scandal. The next stage now is to, I, I'm calling it hide and abide. I think a lot of the those accused will hide behind the due process. Now let's let the full investigation play that out. So you'd hide behind it mm. in some way. And, it, and I make a bit of an accusation to how Alistair Clarkson handled it yesterday and now how Chris Fagan has handled it today, Peter, where they've sort of put out a statement and said, just categorically, this is the, the, the big response, categorically deny the allegations made and will be involved in looking forward to being questioned by the investigators. So that's where I say that, that they can sort of get behind it. They can hide behind that now because that's where it sits. But the hide and abide is that they'll have to abide by that to help them stay in football, mm. to, to clear in any way any doubts that there might be on the story that broke. But the story that broke, I mean, the, the reputation of Russell Jackson, uh, who's the author of that a ABC story, which is quoting from the Hawthorne report. So it's Hawthorne's indiv indiv uh, independent report that has revealed eyewitness accounts, victims' accounts, and that's pretty damning stuff. He, he hasn't gotten this from those people direct. He's got it from the report. So someone's made sure he got hold of it. Mm -hmm. Where it really concerned me yesterday, and I reckon Gillan McLaughlin's having a really unsavoury end to his time as the AFL chief executive, as the head honcho of the AFL. Uh, this, is, this is unhealthy on his watch. But for yesterday to say, I've had the report a week. Now, my understanding is that, and I'm not close to it, but the AFL have had it longer than that. But he said, I've had it a week. And yet at the same media conference, he's saying, I'm going to launch an investigation. We will make an investigating panel headed by a KC. Why hadn't that been done the moment he read the report? Mm. Why does it have to... Why do these scandals have to be revealed through media, then debated for days, and then the AFL say, we've launched a full investigation? Mm. He should have called the media conference eight days ago when he, as soon as he got it, read it, and then just gone... We've launched an investigation. Here are the details. Not, oh, and by the way, over the next 24 hours, I'll tell you the four-person panel that are going to run the investigation. That was pretty damning, I thought, on the AFL. They clearly tried to cover it up. And just having a look at that panel, uh, Kim, the independent four-person panel be announced uh, by the end of the week, by the end of business tomorrow. It'll be made up of two women and two Indigenous representatives. So that's the four-person panel that'll so be put in place. So how far does it go, Pete? I think it's going to carry on for ages. And the big thing, North no, Melbourne... You're talking uh, time frame. I, I, I'm saying I, how I, high, I reckon, how far? I reckon uh, cultural ministers will be involved... Uh, Minister for Aboriginal Affairs will be involved. It could even go as high, depending on what comes out of the investigation, as high as the PM. Anthony uh, Albanese may be asked to make a comment about what has transpired or what the findings have found. It's, it's a damning, a real damning uh, indictment on certainly the competition, the AFL and the people that are involved in it. But as you said, Kim, I don't recall a story as big as this that really has got tentacles right through the community. No. And the only defence that I'd have is is that certainly, and we see the Nicky Winmar statue out there putting pointing to the colour of his skin. How long ago was that? Oh, it was in the early, it was in the 90s. Yeah, so, you know, we're looking at nearly 30, years, uh, ago. Nearly 30 years ago. But not a lot has changed since then. Oh, uh, no, I think a lot has changed. In what way? 
Well, I think AFL clubs and the AFL have lots of um, systems and processes in place to to help with the, the welfare of all players. But then we had Collingwood, and yeah, now we've got Hawthorne. From the past. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that has concerned me is that there is allegations here saying, as if this has happened within weeks. This happened through 2011, 12, 13, 14, somewhere back then. The same too with a lot of the Collingwood stuff was 210, 211, 212. Even, and now I say this very cautiously, to step into what else is going on within our society, a lot of those are from long long periods ago. But But there's not an investment in Mr. The person that lives in the burbs in society. There is a lot of money and a lot of education that goes into these AFL football clubs. And I'm convinced... They go to school to learn about the right and wrongs. I think AFL clubs, for instance, if we stay within that industry, have put a heck of a lot of uh, processes in places and networks to help with all their players' welfare and well-being. All of them have got it. Mm. So things are better now, but a lot of these incidents that are, that are being re- disclosed and revealed are from times past, and, and in some cases a decade ago. So how far? But back... decades not a long time, Hags. No, no, but you can't keep saying these things keep happening. And how much do and we not know? The indication, you yes. know, you made the point that the AFL had this not leaked hmm. the way it leaked, we would have been none the wiser. We would have been none the wiser. But, but it's been leaked. But isn't... <laughs> I, I, I giggle facetiously there. You and I have discussed this for 30-plus years. Yeah. Virtually nothing of any scandalous nature in Aussie rules, and especially the AFL, is revealed by the AFL. It always gets broken by media, and then the reaction is we are holding a full investigation and most times it's that they've known about it for quite some time. In this case, a week ago, and then yesterday, still hadn't even put in place, still hadn't even swung the integrity unit into motion. At mm. least he could have said yesterday, McLaughlin, I read this a week ago, and I immediately enacted my integrity people to speak to Alistair Clarkson and Chris Fagan and those involved and the journalist that we've spoken to, yeah, Russell, Russell Jackson. Jackson. My, my point, why did it have to be a case of, well, we're handling this, everybody. We're right on top of it. No, you're not. And again, the media have exposed something alarming. And this is the biggest story I think Aussie rules have faced uh, probably ever because it is so cultural. Mm. All right, let's take up calls, uh, Kim, on the Scarborough Toyota open line, 13 12 55, And then we'll get to a few texts on the temperate bedshed text line, 0487 736 736. Hello, Roy. How are you going? G'day, Pete. G'day, Kim. How are we, guys? Good, mate. Thanks for calling. Uh, There was a couple of things I just wanted to have a chat about, but um, firstly about this conversation about the Hawthorne situation. Mm -hmm. It's very um, disappointing to see how it's all come out, Um, like one one right now, Um, and two, it would have been really disappointing to see the talent, like like when Sewell Sewell left, um, and how much more talent there would have been at that club if this situation hadn't happened. So you're talking Brad, when Brad Sewell left? No, um, uh, Rioli. Oh, so, Cyril, sorry, mate. I, I, oh, okay. okay, Cyril yeah. Rioli, Cyril. of course, yeah. 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 And, um, the thing uh, is that just, look, and again, being cautious in what we say, yeah. it, it's strange that Cyril Rioli did leave the way he left. Mm. It's strange that Andrew McLeod still won't go back to Adelaide and why he left. It's strange why a handful of boys... I say that respectfully, young players, young men, 
left Melbourne back in 19, in 2011 12. And I wonder if the investigators get into that. Right. Okay. Anything else, Roy, before we let you go? Um, there's a couple of, there's a little whisper that I heard that um, maybe uh, it might be Joel Selwood's last game on Saturday if they win the premiership. What makes you say that? Where, where are you getting your mail from? We've been suspecting this for a while too, Roy. Li- um, listening on um, SCN, uh, listening to a podcast from uh, Campbell Brown. Mm-hmm. I've heard okay. it. I've heard it. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just uh, he's got little whispers in uh, from his his friends or whoever he's getting it from, but he, I just thought it might be a good um, yep. conversation starter. Yeah, I reckon if, he, if they win the premiership on Saturday, don't be surprised if he just says, uh, I've had a fantastic career, time to move on. And anything else very quickly? Because we've got a couple other calls. Um, for, it's it's going to be 14, uh, 14 degrees, a bit of cloud around. Is that going to make a difference on nah. the scoreboard, you reckon? Uh, oh, I, th- I, I think Geelong would handle those conditions. Better? Yeah. I mean, they're used to it. I mean, Geelong, mm. Ge- that sounds like a Geelong um, most parts of the winter, isn't it? Uh, that type frozen. Of, yeah, frozen <laughs> and a bit drizzly. Um, I think it helps Geelong in a lot of ways. Yeah. In some way. I, I'm not... Both these sides are so even. Exactly. Good on you, Roy. Roy. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Lisa, who joins us on the Scarborough Toyota Open Line 13 Hey, Lise. Hi, Peter. Hi, Kim. Um, Yeah, what a bombshell. When I heard that on the radio yesterday morning, I felt sick. Mm, mm. I thought, how could anybody, any human being do this to another human being, allegedly, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just it's just hard to fathom. Like, I, yeah, it's just yeah, just bizarre. Yeah. But um, anyway, with, with the AFL, they've sat on this for, I've heard for two weeks, but I don't think it was been that long. I think Hawthorne got it first and then passed it on to the AFL. I think I, I heard that they've had it for just over a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've sat on this because of the grand final. And... You know, the, the sooner the sooner they get onto this, the better. And um, two boys, do you think all clubs now should have this review into Indigenous players in in all clubs? I think they're going to have to. You reckon? I, I really do, and I think it has to be uh, a, an, an external review, independent review, um, and because any club that reviewed themselves would would be more cautious in revealing anything. St- sort of damning. So I think they're going to have to. And I think, Peter, I get the impression, as you've already touched on, and Lisa, just quickly in a passing comment from yourself, um, it's going to go higher than just the AFL. You're going to find a lot of uh, leaders around the country are going to want to find out, well, has what's gone on at Hawthorne, what was disclosed out of Collingwood, is there any other problems historical from some of the other organisations? Yeah. Lise, uh, thanks for the call, mate. I uh, love, I really appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the grand final. How are you watching it? I'm just going to sit on my couch and watch it on my own, Peter. Yeah. Well, we've we got to put you on because the spot. Then I can sw- <laughs> and then I can swear, I can yell. <laughs> yeah. and, um, Peter, are you guys calling it on, on SEN? Uh, the Melbourne team will be calling it, you know, Waitley, Hudson and uh, the analysts, oh, they'll okay. all be there, OK? No, it's not going to be... To, I might have to... I'm going to have to move to move it to 6PR. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, before you go, uh, Premier, Margin, Norm um, Smith, I'm going medalist. To go, I'm going to go for Sydney. Oh. 
Only because only because Coxie and Pikey are in sitting in the box. <laughs> yeah. So you'll have a blue and gold. Coast. You'll have a blue and gold scarf and, on yeah, as well. And I think they'll <laughs> they'll get up by about fifteen points. Okay. And I reckon um, what's his name, Young Warner, will get Ooh. the medal. Mm, good on you. Thanks a lot. Uh, Lisa, enjoy well, the grand final. We'll chat to you next week. Thanks for your time again okay, this you. afternoon. We'll get some uh, texts on the temperate bedshed text line 0487 736 736. Anybody that makes a contribution or a copy of the AFL grand final footy record will give it to some lucky uh, listener here on Drive with Peter Vlahos and Kim Hagdon on this Thursday. It's a quarter past five.